0: This is Coffee Number Five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being back here with me in Coffee Number Five. And growing up, everyone knows well, first of all, that I'm from Argentina and ergo the sexy accent. Then um, I grew up in a service family. We always provided services. My parents were lawyers and They were lucky enough that they always had clients coming to them or recommendations. So I don't think that they ever, or I heard the word sales or having to go and reach for new clients. Of course, I was a black sheep and it's not the reason I left the country, but it wasn't in my plans to be a lawyer. And I decided to try new things in my life. And I realized that, you know what? I wasn't doing sales and sales was not my thing, but I realized that I had to sell myself if I wanted a position, if I need, I wanted anything in my life. I had to present myself. I had to sell myself. Come on. I had to learn a whole new language when I came to this country, just to advance in life. So this is something that really fascinates me because A lot of people don't want to call it sales. A lot of people call it, oh, they're charm. Other people choose to call it business development. And today I invited Mr. Morris Slims. I hope I said it right. And you have a lot of initials after your name that you're going to have to explain to me what they mean. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Laura, thank you for having me. I'm just really excited about our conversation today.
0: I'm excited about talking about sales. First, first, tell me a little bit, how did you get all those letters after your name? Because it's M-S-M, C-L-U and C-H-F-C. So, okay, educate me.
1: I've been trying to see if I can get the entire alphabet after my name, and I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I have a friend that has, he's a JD and has all these letters after his name. And he's, he's pretty well got the whole alphabet. I'm not even close. Uh, It's, it's really simple. It's a a master's degree in management with an emphasis in leadership. And the other two are specifically insurance industry designations. One is for life insurance and the other is a chartered financial consultant. I spent uh, 32 years with New York life insurance company starting as an agent uh, selling insurance
0: in New Orleans, Louisiana. And of course, growing yourself in the company, advancing, you had to sell yourself for it. Each
1: and every day, and that still continues on today. Uh, I started my career as a chemical engineer. That's where my degree is. And after five years, I decided that, you know, engineers are great people, but... uh, Just not a lot of fun. And I wanted to do something that was fun. So I decided to go sell life insurance.
0: Wow. And and yeah, okay. So what the first thing you learn and say, oh, this is sales. I can do this. What was the first thing that give you that hint that you would be good at sales?
1: When you care about the people you're talking to, and you have that ability to, to be there for the other person. When, when you're in sales and and you walk in the door of any situation, I don't care if you're, you're selling widgets or insurance, or if you're trying to just sell a project that you want somebody to fund, if you walk in there with your sale as the number one thing in your mind, and all you can think about is what's going to happen when they say yes, and I need them to do this, that, or the other, you will fail. If you walk in the door with I have a solution to your problem and I can help you get what you want, then I'm going to be successful. And when I learned that selling is really about being a counselor, it's about being an educator. It's about helping somebody else get what they want. Then all of a sudden, everything just came together.
0: I realized something that I learned. Maybe I'm doing it wrong because I was criticized so many times that I do it wrong, but it works for me. Uh, I was told that in a sales call, it's about the person. And I found out that the sales call, call, of course, is about fixing their problem and that you have what it takes. But first, you need to establish that authority and that rapport with the person that they can believe that you are the person who can do the job.
1: Oh, it's all about building a relationship. You're 100% correct. Correct. It's all about building that relationship. And part of that relationship is helping them understand your credibility to provide the solution that you're bringing to the table. Thus, all the letters after my name and after all sorts of other people that are in the insurance and financial services industry, they, we, we all tend to get designations to help show our credibility and to improve our knowledge and skills. So, yeah, Laura, I think you're absolutely right. You've got to sell yourself and you've got to sell your company, if you will, your, your credibility before you ever begin to talk about selling a product.
0: Absolutely. That's my belief. And I always uh, talk about that with my team. And I truly believe that in marketing, we have two things that is authority and relevance. It's basically it is first for whoever you're doing marketing for, you need to establish their authority. If they don't have authority, you cannot do anything. And therefore relevance is super easy is people to find it.
1: It is. And it's so important today, especially with the younger generations. Relevance is everything. If it's not relevant to them, if it's not, if it's not practical, I love that word, practical. It means useful, right? Absolutely. And, oh, golly. If it's not practical and relevant to them in their lives, then forget it. Hang it up. Go find a prospect that'll talk to you.
0: Well, you. I'm lo- reading here in my notes, and you have five critical questions that any business person must answer to achieve success.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's it's been refined over the years, but it it still boils down, in my opinion, to those five things.
0: Can you tell us
1: about those? Sure. Uh, how many hours do you have, Laura?
0: Uh, well, not that long, <laughs> but we can continue. But, and also, we're going to give all your chapter notes. In the chapter notes, we're going to give all your information so people can get more of you. Good. But let's give them something.
1: Uh, easily done. And and for sure, no problem at all. There, the five questions are are very, at first, you may look at them and think of them. and they, Well, of course, I'm going to know the answers to those questions. But you have to think on purpose, Laura, you have to go beyond the, the surface, you have to go beyond the what you just automatically would think of, and really dig down and give it some time and some thought, because the first question is what? What do you want? What do you really, really want? What is it that you're trying to achieve? What is it that you want to do, be, or have? Uh, and I'm not talking about a new uh, plane, train, or automobile, or or a new house or something along those lines. That yeah, that that would work, but. We need to think bigger picture. It's like, I want to build a business that's going to help people do this, that, and the other, and it's going to make an income for my family to allow us to do things that we've never been able to do. That's the kind of what that I'm talking about. So it's, it's your vision. If we're talking about business, it's your vision for the business. What do you really want here? What, what is it that you want? The second question is tied directly to that. And that's why. Why is it that you want whatever it is you just, you just shared with me in your vision? Why do you want that? Why is it important to you to do whatever it is you do? Why is it that, that you want to get up in the morning and go to work and be a part of an organization that does those things? Why? Because why is what it gets you up in the morning, gets you through the obstacles, gets you through all those, those not-so-happy days, when things come along and you've got to jump over hurdles and you've got to plow through walls and you've got to deal with people maybe that you don't want to deal with. Why is what keeps you going? If, if your why is just, eh, and I hear a lot of my clients tell me this right off the bat first thing, well, I'm doing this for my family, Morris. Well, okay. That's, that's true for all of us. We're all working for our family. Basically. I want you to dig deeper than that. I want a why that makes some sense. When, when I was selling life insurance, I came to a why that, that really was for me wrapped in passion and fueled with emotion. Laura, you see, my dad took his own life when I was three weeks old on Halloween of 1956. And oh. at that point, mom had to pack up her six-year-old daughter and her three week old baby and move back to Birmingham, Alabama, where thank God for our family, or we never would have been able to, to have a place to live. So when it came right down to it and I started selling insurance, I started thinking about the protection that I could help families provide for their, for their family. If suicide aside, if something happened to the main breadwinner, be it mom or dad or both, how is that family going to continue financially? I have a solution to help them make sure that whatever happens, there's going to be money there to take care of that family. That for me, was wrapped in passion and fueled with emotion, got me up, got me moving, gave me a reason to go out and make that phone call and go knock on that door. If I needed to, to go meet somebody new to help them and educate them and help them learn what was all, what that was all about today. My why is about helping other people, other salespeople get big, get better, get better at what they do all day long and grow their business. Why? because I want to be able to say that I've had an impact on people's lives and I've been able to help them get to where they want to go. So why is probably the most important of the five questions. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What do you want? Why do you want it? Third question is how, how are you going to get there? You know, if we want to go to Washington DC, maybe I want to go to Washington DC to see a monument. I've got a real tight why on that but how am I going to get there? I could ride a bicycle. I could get on an airplane. I could drive a car. Those are how answers. How are you going to get from here to there? As you said in number one, what you want that the answer to that is your strategy. And everybody has to have at least one or two strategies, but not 10 or 20. We can't focus on 10 or 20, but we can focus on one and we can focus on two if we do it one at a time. So, what do you want? Why do you want it? How are you going to get it? And then how are you going to handle the administration and how are you going to handle the accountability and the and the implementation? And those get into all the details of creating a strategic action plan, having an administrative uh, system to help you and building the systems to make it happen. But the three most important, Laura, what do you want? Why do you want it? And how are you going to get there? What's your strategy?
0: I, I think that's brilliant because people don't have those even people succeeding in their business, they don't have the fifth one and the business can fall apart. Totally. And I've seen that. Um, I have a question for you because this is what I feel like a lot of businesses fail is that they don't have the strategy of how they're going to sell the business. Because even for example, my business is marketing agency and production. I don't have I I do have a part of sales. I need to be selling my product or upselling my product. When you have a client, there's always new things that you can offer. Um, How do you start? I mean, there are call calling, call emails. What tips can you give people to where to start to sell their product and how?
1: Uh, marketing and prospecting is probably the one thing that everybody that I talk to in sales is the one thing they, they say, well, Mars, can you help me find more people to talk to? And that really comes down to having some systems in place to make it happen. Marketing systems and prospecting systems. A friend of mine taught me a long time ago because I didn't figure I didn't understand it. I, marketing is one of those terms that everybody, everybody throws it around, but everybody seems to have a different definition for it. This gentleman is a marketing expert. He was on my my show, my podcast. I recorded him this week. And Fred taught me that marketing is attracting people to you. That's attracting mm-hmm. folks that, that you don't know, that you, you don't have a relationship with, attracting them to you and your business. Prospecting is taking the people that have been attracted to you and beginning the sales process, beginning to encounter them on the level of What do you want? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And how can I help you get there? And that's, that's the prospecting side when we start the sales process. So how do you get them? You you do the marketing things today. Email marketing is still a a wonderful digital way to go about it. Uh, I I really am into the email marketing stuff. I think that uh, there's some real, real good stuff there. Uh, Folks like to talk about social media, but I tell you what, I think, uh, just recently Facebook was down for an entire day, right?
0: Well, I that happened yesterday and Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp was down. And that's why I always recommend all my clients to go omni-channel. You cannot, be, you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. And I will never, never let anyone run a business from a platform that I, they cannot handle. Even platforms like Kajabi or that they're wonderful, but I don't trust them because you have everything in one place. I, I, I like hy- hybrids.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense because... As, as I was saying, you can't bet on social media to do it all for you, and uh, you can't bet on social media because it's all passive. Once you get people attracted to you, I think you have to be proactive. I think you have to reach out to those pros- prospects. You have to begin to build that that relationship, and you're not going to get there unless you unless you get a chance to meet them, either virtually in today's world or meet them face-to-face. I have a friend that used to talk about uh, he, he had a, a bank president that he wanted to, to meet and couldn't seem to find anybody to give him an introduction, but he knew that the guy had lunch at this particular restaurant at least two or three times a week. He would go and hang around the restaurant about lunchtime and just act like he was waiting on a, a, a client to come meet him for lunch, waiting on this guy to come in just so he could bump into him and say hello and introduce himself. Uh, you got to find a way to meet people, even when you're, even when you're business to business. You got to find out who it is in that business that that you want to talk to about solving their problem. You got to find out who it is you need to talk to, and find somebody to introduce you to them.
0: Exactly, I believe that everyone is accessible. It's nothing is impossible, right? On. And and you just need to find a way to get there. And create strategies like, for example, something that I'm really tired of. I'm super friendly and I don't have, if we have connections in LinkedIn, probably I will uh, accept you. But in the moment that you send me a message just to sell me something without knowing me, that's a deal breaker.
1: Direct messages that are, are, you know, hi, I see, I saw your profile and I love what I see. Let's connect because maybe we have something in common. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just don't have time. I just don't have time for that. I've got to spend my time with
0: folks that I've got a little
1: more of a connection with.
0: Exactly. But then I'm getting those emails. I'm offering this and I can we chat. No, we yeah. cannot chat. I am super busy. And if I need something, I will do my research, my due diligence, and I will find the, the company that is good for me. Right. It will be very different if I have someone in my network that I see that they're commenting and I posting, they have posts that I respect, you create that relationship, And then someone that says, hey, I noticed that you're doing like this and that, that you have this problem because I see what you post. I see what you do. And I think I can help you this way and this way. That's super different than someone approaching approaching you out of the blue because it's an easy one doing it. It's a lazy one doing it that way to me.
1: Oh, I agree completely. And uh, you know, it, it's one of those things. If if your producer, Denise, were to call you and say, Laura, I have this this person that I've been working with on this, that, or the other, and I'd love for you to have the opportunity to meet them because I think you guys might have uh, a connection, be he may be able to help you with this, that, or the other. You'd probably agree to at least have a conversation with that individual, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, an, an introduction totally will take it. Um, but it has to be an introduction not to waste my time
1: right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh, I always say that anything I do in my life is, it needs to give me added value and everyone in my life needs to be added value.
1: I have to agree. It's, and that's where we are today in today's world. We've got to add value in order to be able to begin to build that relationship, which again, that's the foundation of the whole thing is that having a business relationship
0: or even like when someone uh applies work for my company it's like what's the value that you bring and if someone tells me i want to learn from you and um, i think it's great yeah you will have the opportunity to learn a lot but what do you bring to the company that you need it's, to sell yourself totally totally
1: and completely i can't think of any i i in in my mind i cannot think of any work that someone could do any, I hate to call it a job, but any job somebody could do where they don't have to sell something themselves, uh, their, their ideas, their projects, their, their desires, what they want to do with their career, what they want to do with their job and their position in the company. We're going to have to sell ourselves and sell whatever it is that we want to have happen to somebody else.
0: With this show, we're starting something new. And I want to ask you a question, which is okay. a mistake that you made that you can tell someone so they don't make it again.
1: The biggest mistake I made, I spent 32 years with New York Life and retired. I
0: thought thought you were going to say coming to this podcast, but...
1: (laughs) No, this has been a blast. I would come back next week. Um, the the I yeah. wow. That's you're asking me to be vulnerable, Laura. Of course. Um, yeah, the 32 years with New York Life started as an agent, retired as the vice president and chief learning officer. Uh, I was in charge of training our 12,000 agents and a thousand managers, 500 to thousand managers. My team was about 25 people in New York and about. Oh, 150 people around the United States. My biggest regret is that I never really learned how to collaborate with my team. I, I would call a meeting and I would bring them all together and I would get their input. And then I would make a final decision. That's, that's getting input and, and consultation from, from other people. It's not collaboration. Collaboration is we talk and we decide not we talk and then i go off and decide. and i wish i would be i wish i had been better at true collaboration. i think we would have gone further and faster and bigger and better if we had used all of us to to make things happen rather than just get input and and me go make a decision cuz they were all a lot smarter than i am, laura. <laughs>
0: Well, I think it's brilliant that you are able to say that. And I do believe that we learn from our mistakes, which it's it's OK to make mistakes and it's OK to fall because we learn a lot. And it's all about how graciously we get up and we try again. And and that's I, I truly believe in collaboration with my team and still I'm learning every day and uh, we try every day to be better, but I believe also that now we have the tools to do it. So give yourself some. Okay. And I think you did great. You had an amazing career and, and you're here because you all, all you did. So you did something right.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. It uh, it, it is, a, it is a difficult thing to do when you're in a leadership position to, to not take it all on yourself and to realize that if you bring in your team, you bring in other people and you really collaborate to get a joint decision, not just consensus, but a joint decision, then you're in a much better position and you're going to do bigger and better things than you will if you just try and do it on your own. But it's so easy to say, I want my team to agree to do this. So I'm going to go in here and I'm going to sell them on my idea. And that's not what collaboration is at
0: all. So that's what I learned, Laura. Well, also, I mean, I think collaboration is to be open for them to sell you on their idea. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you so much for being here in cafe number five. It was such a pleasure to have you here to have coffee with you. And we're going to, again, you have some freebies. Can you tell us about the freebies that we're going to put here in the chapter notes?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Got uh, uh, an audio file that I did with a number of prospecting and marketing ideas, specifically for people who are in sales and who need to go out and find more people to talk to. Um, and that, that free audio is available at morrissims.com slash free audio. That's morrissims.com, M-O-R-R-I-S-S-I-M-S dot com forward slash free audio would love to hear you. Please share your email with us. We'll be happy to put you on our list and, and we'll send you great ideas and never, ever, ever spam you in any way, shape, form or fashion. And you can always unsubscribe if you don't like it, but you get the free audio no matter what, Laura.
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm going to listen to it. And thank you, everyone. It was great having you here and see you next week. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Chao ciao, ciao.